0: This is episode number three five six with Dana Max on the best habits for epic happiness. The Melissa Ambrosini Show. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide, and I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating. where we are going to be chatting all things happiness. I love this topic. We talk about our happiness secrets, including the daily habits, which will massively increase your happiness levels, how to overcome and move through pain and hard times, and the best tips for doing inner child work to trigger radical internal awakening, which is why we are here on Earth, to awaken. That's why. So if you want to find out the building blocks of happiness, how to infuse more gratitude into your life, as well as genius strategies for bouncing back from hardship, you are going to love this conversation. So let's dive right in. Dana, Max, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here we're going to riff on a topic that we both love and that is happiness. The work that you're doing is incredible. Tell me why you love talking about happiness so much.
1: I think that happiness is not spoken enough and people have this idea that happiness comes from tangible things. So a person that may come and go, a partner, a a success, a promotion, anything like that. And it really doesn't so, I love sharing, you know, my, my story is about happiness.
0: Yeah, I definitely was one of those people that my measure of happiness was on all of the external things. So, the size of my body, the boyfriends, the handbags, the clothes I was wearing, the work that I was doing, how much money I had, where I lived, the car I was driving. That used to be my measure of happiness. And if I didn't Tick all of those boxes, then I wouldn't feel fulfilled and happy and content within, which is a very long road to unhappy land. When we're constantly seeking external validation to fulfill us, what we really need to do is look within and go within and find that happiness within. So
1: tell us your happiness habits. Mm, I love that. Happiness habits. I practice gratitude every single day. So every, I'm a pretty spiritual person. So every morning I wake up and I thank the God and universe and the higher power just for everything that I have, my my family, my health, my happiness, the successes, the lows, the highs, everything, because it, it creates the moment that you're in. And that goes to, I also practice just living in the present moment. I try not to think too far out because then you lose the energy and the vitality of the moment that you're in um, and the gratitude for it. Um, so those are, the, those are the two big things that I practice. And also the art of detachment. That's the third, which is, I think most people don't understand it, but it's not that you're emotionally cold and detached from a, another person or a thing, but you're able to ride the waves. People, you know, they come and go, things come and go. And so you don't hold on too tightly to any one thing or one person in particular. So you live in a consistent state of contentment and peace and joy. And that is happiness.
0: Mm, That art of surrender, letting go and just trusting. I know I used to definitely, I'm not sure if you were the same, but I used to like hold on with like white knuckle grip to People to situations to things unfolding the way that I wanted them to. But it wasn't until like I released that grip and then you just trust and you surrender and you let go that things just come into your life so much more effortlessly and graciously when we surrender and we let go. So I love that that's one of your steps. I love presence. It's something that I am super mindful of every single day coming back to the present moment because the gift is the present moment. They don't call it the present for no reason. You know, it's a present, it's a gift, and then gratitude. So those three things are three things that I practice every single day and they truly do make such a difference in our everyday life and overall happiness.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and you know what? Moments of joy collectively create happiness. And and I think people think of this Happiness is this just people feel like it's so hard to reach and to get and to hold on to. But if you start looking at little things, little little moments that, you know, you wake up and the sun is out, or you know, there's flowers blooming, whatever it is, you know, I'm speaking with you right now, whatever that moment is, it collectively creates joy and it's beautiful.
0: Mm, absolutely. So for someone listening who is maybe not In that place of inner fulfillment and inner happiness right now. I know when I've been in really dark places and someone would say to me, just be grateful or just come back to the present moment or just let go, you sometimes might want to like slap them across the face, especially if you're experiencing something really challenging in that moment. Maybe you've just lost someone that you love or your job, or there's so many different scenarios. So, What is your advice for someone who might be in that darker, painful place right now and struggling?
1: Yeah. So I, you know, I was definitely that person and that's how I got to this place. I had this, this dream that I had of having this successful fashion business since I was about seven years old and I created vision boards and I went to FIT and I was in design for, you know, worked for Mark Jacobs and Betsy Johnson. Then I started my business and I was like, I'm on the right path. I'm doing it. And I'm, you know, making my dream a reality. And it felt so right. There was nothing about it that felt unsure, you know? And so all of a sudden I hit the highs and I came down. And in that moment I had to close my business. And this was, the dream was so deep. It was like the love of my life that I had to grieve so deeply And so I spent years in therapy. I know it sounds crazy, but years in therapy because I realized once I closed my business that my happiness was tied to this dream that I had, the highs, the lows, every, the success, the energy, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I was in a very dark place and I was stuck mentally. And I just realized there are things you can do to try and get out of it. And that is you know again just call a friend that you know you know will support you through it make you laugh distraction is a good thing i think you need to feel your feelings don't be afraid of crying and also going deep with yourself and and it goes back to childhood and i think connecting all of that and and sharing your story because everyone is vulnerable and everyone has a story and your story heals others and so just sharing and and getting rid of that that shame and guilt is is powerful And it slowly started to transform my life. I didn't know who I was. I lost my identity. I was like, I was scared out of my mind. I had that negative voice constantly talking to me that I failed. I'm a disappointment to my family that um, I'm never going to be anything again. And so it took years to get out of that. And I think you just have to heal. You have to allow yourself to, to feel, to grieve, to release the shame and the guilt and to heal. And it, it does take time and it takes consistent effort, but you can get there. I promise. Absolutely.
0: You can. Absolutely. And the connection piece is really important. I want to dive deeper into this because when we are in a challenging period, you know, suffering or struggling, whatever it is. Most of the time we withdraw and we don't, you know, our inner critic or what I call our inner mean girl might say, we don't want to bother them. We don't want to burden them. We don't want to bring down the energy. But by simply opening up and being vulnerable, like you said, that connects us and deepens our connection. And a problem shared is a problem halved. I am such a big believer in that saying. A problem shared is a problem halved by us just simply speaking out a challenge that we're going through in the moment literally cuts that problem in half. You feel a weight lifted off your shoulders. You feel lighter and then you can kind of get feedback and maybe it is you go and see a therapist or you chat to a friend that you trust or whatever it is. There's no way I would have been able to heal everything that I've worked through over the past 10 years without the support of the people that I've had around me, without the connections, without the therapists, the coach, the healers, all of those people that have come into my life to really support me on my growth. So don't be afraid to ask for support. Don't be afraid because it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And that's where we can truly then step into happiness and owning who we truly are.
1: Yeah. And don't be afraid to hang out with those icky feelings because, you know, I always try to look at feelings as we should look at them as temporary visitors, They're guests in our bodies and in our minds, our spirit, our soul. And so don't, don't allow them to extend their stay. You know what I mean? Like let them hang out. And then you say, okay, now you got to go. Because that's it. You know, you just, the more you allow them to live in your space, they take over and they take over our minds and everything becomes very dark. And so you have to, you have to shut up that negative voice. And just, I honestly just tell my negative voice, like, no, thank you. I'm good. I I say it out loud sometimes. And sometimes people think I'm crazy, but you know, when I'm by myself, I say it in you know my head, but you, you, it gets easier with time. So. Absolutely. And it's a muscle. You got to practice it. You know,
0: the more and more you practice mastering your inner mean girl, as I say, the better and better you're gonna get at it. It's like going to the gym, the more you do your squats, the tighter your booty is gonna get, the more you master that voice and say no thank you, the better you're gonna get at coming back to your truth. Because so many people are living from that fear-based place. They're letting their inner critic in their head run the show and in the driver's seat of their life. But That is not always the fun place to be. The fun place to be is when your heart and your soul is in the driver's seat. That's where you're making the decisions in life from. Like you made a huge decision to leave your fashion business.
1: How was that transition for you? I'm sure you had a lot of inner mean girl stuff pop up then. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was honestly, at the time I was in the spotlight a lot. And so I was so worried about what other people would think of me. And that they would label me a failure. And I that that's where the pain was. I I had just had so much shame surrounding that. And I just, I had to relearn myself. I wasn't what I was doing for a living. I I was, you know, a kind person. I'm I'm thoughtful. I'm I have a good heart. I'm funny. I'm creative, all these other things. And so I would start to look in a mirror and just You know, reaffirmed myself what those little things are. I I have, I like my freckles, whatever it is. And so suddenly, I start to teach myself that I wasn't just this one thing. And you can dream a new dream. It doesn't just have to be one dream for the rest of your life. And I'm still finding myself, but the journey can be so fun and not scary if you allow it to be. And just practice the art of detachment and living in the moment and gratitude. That's that's really what it all comes down to, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Those are three very incredibly powerful things that, if we just made that our intention every single day, you know, those three things, then we will feel such a deep inner sense of peace and happiness like we've never experienced before. And I love what you said before. This isn't about suppressing emotions, this is not about oh, I don't want to feel this. It's too scary. This is not about that. We're not saying that. Like Any emotions that come bubbling up, you need to feel them to release them. Feel them to release them. Anytime you suppress, it's just going to erupt like a volcano later down the track, and we do not want that. So whatever comes up for you, feel it and then release it and then come back to those three core habits for happiness.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I think it's scary too. like when you're first going through it, you like you said, you you feel so much shame that you're scared to, to ask for support. So in the beginning, I wasn't. And what I would do at night, I would just turn the lights out. I would play just really sad music and lay in bed and cry. And I I hugged myself because I at that moment, I was like, OK, well, I have to turn to someone. If I can't turn to anyone else, I need to turn to myself and make myself feel safe and loved and comforted through this really, really horrible time for myself. So that's something else that people can do as, as a tool to try and cope in that moment where they feel stuck.
0: Mm. I like to call that self-soothing, where literally in the past, I have, I've done a lot of inner child healing work. And one of the exercises that one of my therapists taught me was to visualize your inner child in your mind's eye. And then I would literally pat my heart, like I'd visualize my little girl in my heart, like I'd put her inside my heart. And then I would pat my heart and I would say, It's okay. I love you. I've got you. I'm here for you. I've got you. I love you. It's okay. And I would literally soothe myself by patting my own heart, like you would a child. You know, if a child was feeling incredibly overwhelmed and anxious, you wouldn't say, get up. You're so stupid. What are you doing? You would soothe them. You would hold them. You would give them love. You would put your heart on their heart. You would pat their back and you would say, it's okay. I've got you. I love you. I'm here for you. So do the same thing for yourself.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, my, my daughter is too, and I teach her now to, to hug herself if she's feeling scared. And I also teach her affirmations because I am smart, I'm beautiful, I'm kind, because it starts at such a young age that the self-worth and the inner happiness, you have to, to instill that when they're really little. So
0: yes, it starts there. And one of the best ways to teach them is by you being the example of it because they they learn from their mamas and their papas that's that's where they learn so if they see you loving yourself and giving yourself love and taking care of yourself and meditating and gratitude and affirmations that is how they're going to learn to do it themselves absolutely 1000% yes they're like little sponges
1: oh my god it's crazy yes <laughs> soak everything in good bad and different <laughs> yeah
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what about someone who is feeling super content and feeling that inner happiness? How can they take it to the next level?
1: That's a great question. So I think once you get to that place, and I like to call it just riding the waves of life because life has its ups and downs. And I think when expectation to me is is where we get stuck in unhappiness, So if we let go of expectations, whether it's a a relationship we have with a partner or a relationship with ourselves, because it all really comes back to how we feel about ourselves. If we let go of that expectation and we ride the waves of life, you know, hope for the best, expect the worst sort of thing, you are able to live in this place where you become open to receiving from the universe. And I, I truly believe in the law of attraction because you start putting it in your mind Whatever is supposed to be mine will be mine. Whatever is supposed to be released will be released. And you live in that place. And so, you know, you're able to get to that next level of life in terms of exploring joys, more joys, things that you didn't even think would bring you joy. You become open. Your heart becomes open. It's like it's like a beautiful flower that just starts blooming. And we want to water the good things in our minds, not the bad. So, you know, you got to water all the good stuff, all, all the good stuff. And so it just starts, it starts growing and you just, you find new people, you start becoming attracted to better people. You, you know, find successes in little things in life and it just, it really just blooms. It does. Yes.
0: It's definitely one of those things. The more you water it, the more it's just going to flourish. And that comes back to, yeah, the daily happiness habits that we do that are really going to make you flourish your happiness flourish and letting go like you said so powerful it's so powerful and all of these things that we have spoken about they're all free you know you don't need to go out and buy anything to do these you don't need anything all you need to do is create the space in your life to meditate to say what you're grateful for whatever it is just take that time to fill yourself up, to do the affirmations or whatever it is that we've spoken about today so far. Create the space and then make it such a part of your everyday life that soon you won't even have to think about it. It just happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I would say practicing breath work is also really, really important. So when I'm feeling nervous about something, I just, I step back, I take a deep breath, slowly and release it. And that helps to calm my nerves. And that's, that's something that also is really important. It goes along with meditation.
0: Oh, yeah. Breath work is so powerful. I love it. There's nothing quite like it that brings you into parasympathetic quite as quickly. There's nothing else that does it as quickly as breath work. Just a couple of really deep, juicy breaths can really calm your nerves and bring you into parasympathetic very, very quickly.
1: And I call it, it it's practicing the pause. So take that moment, just pause. If if something is, you know, there are moments, I think in life where you start to get really stressed out about something and, you know, we're living in a time right now is extremely stressful. And so when I feel something starting to like itch at me and and grow bad weeds, I just pause. I step away from it. I take a deep breath and you can always come back to it again. And I think, you just don't want to react out of emotion. You have to process what's going on and give your yourself that time and space to do so.
0: Exactly. Otherwise, we're just moving from one thing to the next to the next to the next and we're not actually taking any moments in between to just stop and pause and process. We just go 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 and we're not human doings, we're human beings and the more that we can just be and sit and breathe and be in the moment and digest everything that's going around us, the better we can show up as the best version of ourselves, not when we're running from one thing to the next.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And it's just, again, it goes back to gratitude and what helps being in the present moment and collecting moments of joy, which creates happiness and contentment and peace is breath work and just sort of appreciating all the little things. I can now look back at my failure and I can look back at those things. And, and to some, it was success. And I had to also, you know, sort of look at success differently and reassess what success meant because I, you know, the way I was looking at it was actually an unhealthy way. I was like, you know what? I was successful. And I had to start reminding myself of those successes and so you just you're able to have this this shift and you're able to look at your past differently recognize what your past has done for you to bring you to be the person that you are today and you know we're all incredible humans underneath it all we just have to find it and stay there and grow the incredible amazingness within us
0: (laughs) amen sister amen so
1: beautiful
0: this has been incredible. Where can everybody find you to soak up more of your goodness?
1: So our platform is called the Be Happy Project. And it, we're on Instagram and just follow us. I think we're at like 437,000 now. So it's been a blessing and the community is wonderful. And so, yeah, you can get your daily dose of, of deep, you know, positivity and happiness.
0: Well, thank you so much for all the happiness and love that you have. Share in the world. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed. You have shared so many epic habits for happiness today. I'm going to re listen to this and take some notes and make sure that I am in alignment with my higher self. But thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, my love. Bye.
0: Your happiness levels are not. Fixed, which is good news because it means you have the power to create a happier life that's true and aligned with your values. This is exciting because it means that you are the architect of your life. Don't forget that. Now, I truly hope that today's power chat resonated with you. If it did, come and tell me on Instagram, hit subscribe on YouTube, and leave me a review on iTunes or on your podcast app because that means that we can inspire and educate even more people together. And for everything that we mentioned in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes, and that's over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 356. And if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. Take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, Do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.